It's great for your skin, your hair, like it's relaxing. And um, you can also go really wild, I think, in, in casual sex because you don't know that person that well. And I always say, this is your chance to try all your dirty fantasies because you don't know if you're going to see them again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so fuck it. Hello, honey, and welcome to Honey Do Me Podcast. I'm Cass. And I'm Emma, and we're just two gals looking for a good lay. Aren't we all? <laughs> but when it comes to sex, we're just as lost as you and have no idea what we're doing. Luckily, we will stop at nothing to get the answers we need. Cue our expert guests. We're ready to overshare and ask all the embarrassing questions so you don't have to. By the end of every episode, you will be dripping in actionable steps and ready to take on the damn world. Or at least take it from behind. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, honey. How, how do, do you do you? Welcome, welcome. 2022. 2022, here we are. Here we are, pooping toots, back Poop at it again. Pooping toots, just taking on the new year. And if you are new here and <laughs> don't know what pooping toots are, uh, it's a little Easter egg and go find it. Yeah, it's, it's in the probably back. very hard to find. I know, and it's. I'll give you a hint, it's in the outro. Yeah, we get a little of, wild in the outros. That's, that's the key here, is that mm -hmm. the outros are... Our best work. Yes. That no one sticks around. I know. For. I know. Or everyone does, and we have no and idea. We have no idea. <laughs> because we treat them like nobody's listening. That's, we just let loose. It's usually at the end of our day, and we're like, it's our last thing we have to do. So we're a little delirious. Yeah. Maybe people are out there with poop and toots all over their shirts and just tattooed across <laughs> their titties. And we have no <laughs> fucking idea. Well, I really Here's hope to so. you, titty tattoos. Titty tattoos. I don't know if I've ever said titties in my entire life. Um, you know something that feels similar to the word titties to me? What? <laughs> Casual sex. I 100% understand your connection there. You know what I mean? Because like people who say titties confidently... Definitely have casual Definitely sex. Definitely have casual sex. And I'm not one of those people <laughs> either way. <laughs> to be fair, it sounded really good when you said titties. Thank it you. just rolled right off the tongue. I don't think the people who say it confidently think about it as it's coming out. You know I what I mean? There are people I was that like, just refer to breasts as titties all the time. I know. I'm not. <laughs> which is cool, which is very fine. I was like, what do I call them? And the first word that came to my head was boobsicles. And that's not boobsicles. it. <laughs> it's like when we try to try to uh, type stress. <laughs> oh so my God. Every time we try to text stress to each other, like I'm stressy or I'm stressed, it changes it to stressicles. <laughs> and we have no idea ne why. Mine goes all capitals. <laughs> oh it's not even God. just like stressicles. It's like stressicles. <laughs> I have no fucking idea why that happened. Like, is that normal? I don't Other people with iPhones. Yeah. Is this happening to you? Or is this just a poop and toots thing? Just a poop and toots also, and their stress are Emma and Cass, too. Yeah. If, <laughs> you're new. If you're new. <laughs> Emma and Cass. You can decide who's pooping you, toots. You know. If you get it wrong, you're <laughs> We'll dead. poop and toots on you. <laughs> we'll poop and toots. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> um, casual sex. I, so... As a precursor, I got mm -hmm. a whole new definition on how casual sex can work, should work, and if I'm capable of it, mm -hmm. um, and I think I really could be after mm -hmm. this interview. But in my past, 
I've like tried to have casual sex with people I really liked. And mm. I think that was my first misstep. People you really built up. Yeah. I know yeah. these stories. Yeah. There, and there's like so many of them. Because that was just about everyone. Because <laughs> to me, everyone is a god. Yeah. Everyone is worth dating and heartbreak and emotions. Or it used to be. Yeah. I haven't dated in a really long time. But now you're a hermit. Now I'm a hermit. Anyway, but I've had one night stands mm -hmm. and I would love to put this new information that we're about to learn to the test. Right. Because like, were those one night stands, did you feel empowered by them? No, it was yes. the worst sex, the worst encounter. It Ugh. was like, it was like walking into situations where you know something isn't going to live up to your expectation, but you've been waiting for so long or you really hope it will. So you mm. keep going. It's you like know? after you go swimming and then you have to put on socks and shoes. <laughs> 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 to me, not at all, but okay, I hear wrong. <laughs> You're wrong. No, I hate that vibe as well. But like, I just, that's not what I was computing. But I have a whole new perspective on it mm -hmm. after this conversation with, with Leah Holmgren. Mm -hmm. She is, oh my God, just incredible. Yeah. Let me just pull up all of her stats because she's amazing. So she's an intimacy and relationship coach and she has been for more than a decade. She also has a master's in negotiation and conflict resolution from Columbia University. Not necessarily relevant to this conversation, but like <laughs> so Emma and I thought that was so cool. cool. And it needed to be mentioned yes. because also she persuaded me that I could do this. Mm -hmm. And I never thought that this would be something in my wheelhouse. Absolutely. So she's also a best-selling author. She has, um, her new book is called Hook Up Without Heartbreak. It has the cutest fucking cover you've mm -hmm. ever seen. Um, but yeah, if you are somebody that's like, mm, casual sex just isn't for me. I'm too emotional. I get too attached. I think like women and non-men in general are treated as if they cannot have casual sex because mm -hmm. that's just not in their nature. And that's like fucking bullshit. Yeah. As Leah will show you. Because even I... Cass, <laughs> if you've listened to any episode, right? Like, even I, after this interview, felt like, oh, I could do that. Like, it's that easy. It's like, it's those ooh. that's it because there's benefits too. It's like yeah. good for you, and there are reasons to have casual sex. It's not just like a, it's like so. It's know. such an empowering conversation when I feel like it's always been slut shaming to talk mm -hmm. about casual sex and to be someone that enjoys casual sex. It's been like, oh, so you get around. Exactly. But this is such a different conversation and I was obsessed. Yes. This isn't an episode on like how to actually go about the interaction in terms of like STI protection and like that kind of stuff. That just came up into my head a couple of mm. days ago when I was thinking about it. But that episode will also be coming. So <laughs> yeah. So enjoy. <laughs> And we'll see you on the other side. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So thank you so much, first, first of all, for having me on your podcast. This is fun. And um, so my name is Leah Holmgren. Uh, I've been working as an intimacy and relationship coach for over 10 years. And I specialize on outside-the-box um, sexual activities and, and people with kinks and fetishes and all sorts of things that normal therapists don't talk about. So um, I also wrote a book, um, I have uh, one ebook on Amazon, and now I published freshly um, "Hook Up Without Heartbreak." So that's my new baby. That's my new project, and it's uh, that's a book to help women empower themselves in the realm of casual sex mm -hmm. and feel good about uh, their pleasure. We are so excited about that because that is like <laughs> our main topic of focus that we wanted to really dive in with you because. 
I think we're very emotional people Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I'm the single one of the group. So I've never been someone that felt like I could have casual sex because I'm an emotional person. Um, so is that true? Like, is that just mean that casual sex wouldn't be for me? (laughs) You know, so if you don't mind me refrain, because like Mm -hmm. even anger is an emotion. So sometimes guys say, oh, women are so emotional. And meanwhile, they're angry, like anger and, you know, sadness. It's completely the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't label yourself as emotional. Maybe you just are more sensitive and you get attached more because maybe your body produces more oxytocin than other people. You know, there are all, all these things that I, I was digging into when I was doing um, the, the research for this book and I read all, over 100 studies and I wanted to know because I also get attached too. When mm-hmm. I was single, I would get attached to these weird guys. That <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like looking at this guy, I'm like, I, I'm not going to be with him. Like mm-hmm. for what? He doesn't even have an, a place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, he doesn't even I have sheets. Was, like texting him and please come and you know if the sex is good then you get really attached i call mm-hmm. it addiction you know yeah. you're addicted. <laughs> but i think you can still work with that you know because if you're having fun then you say okay well i'm having fun it's like with medications you know if the advantages are greater than the disadvantages you do it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah you know, if women don't have fun hooking up, like sex is bad, they can't open up really, they are shy, they have all these issues when they have casual sex, and then on top of that, they get attached, that's not good. But if you have fun, then I think, why not? Yeah. Okay. You know? I like yeah. that reframe of my body just produces more oxytocin, and yes, yeah. I am just someone who loves to build relationships. Mm-hmm. I... That's my business personality. I like to socialize. I love that reframe too, because I feel like, you know, societally we talk about women as if they can't have casual Mm -hmm. sex and like, you know, they need the long-term partnership. And then that removes so much of the fun. Like there are so many scenarios when we just take fun away from women. Yeah, We're just like, actually you get to have the shitty experience and let's leave that for Without even asking though. Exactly. Where it's like, cause I've been in, like hookup situations before where we've done stuff and then they've ghosted me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then later they've come back and been like, no, I just like, I didn't want to hurt you. And I didn't want to get in this situation where like I couldn't commit. It's like, you didn't even tell me that's what you wanted though. Like you didn't even give me a chance to tell you that I I want want to commit to you. (laughs) You I want this. I don't. I wanted good sex, which you also didn't give to me, (laughs) but they don't even give you the chance. All these assumptions, you know, and that's why I, I, I really like put strong emphasis on communication in the book. Like mm-hmm. before you go, so sure, like you said, you like to build relationships, but before that, you you want to know if the guy is good in bed too. So yes, you know, like not every guy is gonna be great, and you might want to not ever see him again. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, but you know, I think communication is great. You know, mm-hmm. tell, I always saw guys when I was uh, when I was dating back then. I don't do it anymore now. I'm not single, but when I was single, I I would say, you know what? I'm looking for fun. No strings attached. I'm not going to bother you, but I require respect and kind treatment. Mm -hmm. That's the only thing I want. Like, I don't want you to treat me like I wouldn't be human. Treat me as your friend. Yeah. You know, and that's it. That's all I want. So... And if someone doesn't have a good response to that statement, you're like, you're done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You need to go. Interesting. So then how do you, like, navigate casual sex if you consider yourself, like... A little bit anxious, like a little bit more of an overthinker. Like, what point do you need to get to within yourself to 
to feel like you mm-hmm. can handle those connections to let them come and go as they will. You know, so like I have a lot of tips on that too. I think like the like this kind of a meditation, try, try to think about something else. You know, a lot of times they tell us when we have negative thoughts, we can like rewire our brain and become sick and, and have fight or flight constantly in response. So it's good to just change the thoughts. Like the moment you feel like you know that you're thinking about him again, you just start thinking about something else. Like like literally make a stop to this this process and do it as long as you need until you just stop thinking about it. Mother's Day is around the corner and whether you're celebrating your mama, grandma, guardian, or yourself, celebrate with the mother of all self-care routines by trying out Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. This duo delivers a one-two punch in luxurious body care moisturizers with their Anduria Algae Body Oil and Anduria Collagen Body Lotion, both featuring Osea's signature all-natural citrusy scent. I use both the body lotion and the Anduria Algae Body Oil once I get out of the shower, and I use it literally everywhere. This duo is my go-to for feeling glowy and hydrated for literal days, and the Osea Signature Scent is one of my faves because it's not overwhelming, um, but it's like a delicious and fresh smell that just lasts. Since 1996, Osea has been making seaweed-infused skincare that is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean, vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code DOOMY at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to O-S-E-A malibu.com and use code d-e-w-m-e for 10 percent off it's work it's not easy but it's doable Mm -hmm. you know like with everything people love to think negatively also and it's hard for me like when i coach people to be more positive because they they can heal themselves literally with their Mm -hmm. health so this is the same process you say oh no oops i'm thinking about him again okay what i'm gonna eat tomorrow just something (laughs) else or like think something fun like what i'm gonna do with my girlfriends where do i go for a vacation Mm -hmm. just start fantasizing about something else yeah I've seen those things where people have like rubber bands or something mm. on their wrist and like they'll snap it yeah. when mm. they see themselves yeah. like doing a habit that they don't like. So that could you know what like, if you want to. I start counting from backwards, like some, mm. like every increment of seven or three. Okay. From hundreds, you know, and yeah. that gives you so much brain of stimulation that you forget. Yeah. yeah. That would be harder for me than forgetting getting... a guy. <laughs> I think I could do the three. The seven would be hard for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After 21, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Seven, 14. Yep. Nope. Right around there. (laughs) I think another aspect for me with casual sex and how I think of it is that, you know, I have a tendency to think that casual sex is bad or that it will hurt me. So Mm -hmm. what are the benefits of having casual sex? Oh, there are so many, you know, and it it took me a long actually to, I mean, I knew them from myself, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to see what other researchers have to say. And the issue there was like, there's so much research on how bad it is for women, mm-hmm. but there's so little um, and, and on how positive it could be. And uh, there is a colleague of mine, she's also sex coach and educator, Jana Vrangalova, who, who is a researcher. And she was the very first one of, of not many people that actually were researching the, the, the pluses, the, the pros of casual sex was interesting i mean i quoted her a lot in the book too and um you know like first of all health wise you know like it's great for your skin your hair like it's relaxing 
Mm-hmm. You get a lot of like the oxytocin that's it's great, you know, for you. And, and um, you can also go really wild, I think, in, in casual sex because mm-hmm. you don't know that person that well. Mm-hmm. And I always say, this is your chance to try all your dirty fantasies because you don't know if you're going to see them again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, fuck a lot it. Of exactly. people are like, I would never tell this to my husband, but if, if it's a lover who I barely know, mm-hmm. you feel more open about it. Right. So I think that's that's a fun part too. Mm-hmm. And I... also no strings attached, you know, like even women, we don't want to constantly deal with the jealous boyfriend or like, you know, making him happy. And, and, and so it's great if you have casual sex, you don't have to do any of that. Mm-hmm. Who cares if his cat is sick or, or he has to go <laughs> to see his cousin or mom? Like it's none of your business and you don't have to do this treatment. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. also, Who cares? <laughs> I love that. I was actually talking to a friend about casual sex because we had heard somebody say it wasn't good for women. And so we were talking about how much she enjoys it. And she mentioned the same thing, like being able to engage in her dirtiest fantasies and like, you know, just really go all out and not think about, well, what are they going to think of me later? And what's going to happen next week? Because there isn't that same attachment. And so they yeah. were talking about how casual sex is some of the best sex that mm. they have because yeah. of that reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plus it's new. So novelty is mm-hmm. always exciting, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people like more novelty than the others. Some people don't feel safe with new things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, you like, if you're seeking excitement, it's great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. How come? I feel like sometimes I'll go through phases where I can be totally like, yes, I want to do this. And then you have casual sex and you kind of feel like a weird regret or shame after, but before and in general in your life, you're like, I'm so pro doing whatever you want to do. How come yeah. I still feel a little weird after it's done? I have two explanations to this. One, if the guy was bad in bed, then maybe mm. you're like, okay, this wasn't worth my time. But that's yeah. a simple explanation. The more complex one is that the most of us women in this society, we have this like secondary voice that's like, okay, I'm dirty. Why did I do this? Because we are learned subconsciously that this is not supposed to happen. Mm. We're not supposed to do this. And we get like this weird underground shame, you know, mm-hmm. and that might be like making you feel really weird. Yeah. Is there any Oftentimes, way to like... if you analyze it, like, hmm, it's like maybe I shouldn't have done it. What if he thinks something about me? What if he shares it with people? Like all this like weird stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah. Is there any way to work through those after thoughts <laughs> that make you feel like dirty yeah. and shameful? Positive self-talk. Mm-hmm. You hypnotize yourself into knowing that it's it was fine. You had an experience. And I also say gratitude amplifies. Like you just are grateful for the experience. Yeah. You know, in life we have bad experiences, good experiences, mediocre experiences. But we have to be grateful for them because I think that's all experiences make the life worth living. Mm-hmm. You know, so just like, yeah, I'm grateful I met this guy. We had sex. It was nice. I learned something from that. You can find what you learned. Maybe there's something new and that's that. So, you know, you just mentioned finding somebody. How do you find the right people to have casual sex with? And I guess in line with that, like what should you look for in a casual sex partner? So... I don't know, finding, you know, I'm, I'm not really into those apps, to be honest with you. I think like mostly friends, recommendations, you know, if you're really looking for someone, tell your friends, you know what, I'm looking for someone fun. If you, if you come across someone, let me know. 
I like that because that's a safer way. Or, you know, you meet people through work. Now it might be challenging with COVID if you work from home, but usually events. But I, as I said, like for me, the most important is, of course, first of all, the upper attraction. That's, that's, of course, if you have chemistry with someone. But I want this person to treat you, treat everyone well. Like you want him to be kind. Mm-hmm. You want him to be responsive. Like the way people communicate is very important for me because if they communicate poorly at the beginning, it's just going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Right. And what I also like, you know, I tell people like when I started dating my, my, my fiance, I would say, you know, I like when you reach out to me once, once a day before, before you go to bed. Mm-hmm. Or I, I like, you know, sometimes you don't like, you say, you know what, I'm really busy. I don't like to chit chat. It's enough if we talk once a week, but I would appreciate it. And you see if people do it, mm-hmm. you know, but as I said, like for the hookup, just make sure he's kind and he's accepting your boundaries. And you can always test it because you want someone who respects your boundaries. Right. Exactly. You know, that's all. Like other, other things are easy mm-hmm. because you want respectful guy. Yeah. Or yeah. you saying like, and then you see if they do it was like yeah. Yeah. powerful. Because <laughs> I feel like you can, yeah. you can talk about talking all you want and talk about good communication, but it's like, it's seeing if they listen and they respond yeah. with that. Yeah, like for example, this was like beautiful story. Like you go out, you meet someone at the party, you're really turned on, you want to have sex. So there are two ways. You're going to have sex that night, but then, you know, you're drunk maybe, you know, you have a good time. Maybe next day you're going to feel weird. The guy's not even going to know your name because you guys both are partying, whatever. You can do that if you're fine with the, the, the result. Or what you can say is, you know, I'm really into you. Here is my phone number. If you're still into me tomorrow you will reach out. Mm-hmm. And then when he's sober and he's going to say, oh, I remember this beautiful woman I met and he calls you, that's a good indication that he really wants to see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Are there other like groundwork rules maybe that you have that you have with casual sex, like beyond explaining your boundaries? Like I'm just trying to, if you want to have quick, fun, casual sex, mm-hmm. like how do you do that while also making your boundaries known but also not talking the whole time? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, no, you don't have to talk all the time. You know, it's just like very simple stuff. So I think just imagine, I think know yourself first, know what Mm -hmm. you really want. If you say like, I'm hunting for someone to have casual sex with, then it's pretty much clear what you want and you can go after it. You know, if Mm -hmm. you you say I'm looking for a boyfriend, then it's probably a different story, but, but just go after and I'm very direct with guys. And I know that there were many books published that said you shouldn't be direct and you should wait for the guy. I disagree with that because we are in a Me Too movement era where women are taking charge and guys are getting a little bit more laid back because they don't want to take charge all the time from clear reasons. So I think we have the right to say, hey, you're you're quite cute. I'm interested to have fun with you. It's Mm -hmm. no strings attached, you know. Yeah. Are you in? are you in? I mean, I've done that many times. Guys are a little bit surprised, but they're really happy. It's like, wow, you know, why not? Like, we can do that too. I mean, they've been doing it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> why, you know, so I think that being direct and open about what you want is going to get you what you want. Yeah. I love the phrases that you're using too, because they're so simple, but they're mm-hmm. such power moves too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they're just, there's so much confidence in what you were saying, but it's like simple enough to where... I mean, you know, I'm engaged and so I probably <laughs> won't be having casual sex. You could role um, play at least being strangers <laughs> anytime soon. But like, I don't know. I wouldn't get tripped up on those words and be nervous. It would just like, 
it's short enough that it would just come out. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would be done. <laughs> and then you'd be done. Yeah. 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 I really yeah. like that. But like, we need to talk that way, you know? Mm -hmm. We need to be direct and clear because yes. if we go around and around, we're constantly trying to like rephrase what we want to say. Mm -hmm. We get people confused. Yes. Exactly. And especially now when all the sexual abuse is coming out and, and me too. And oftentimes men are confused. Women don't really stated clearly so i'm all about clear communication mm -hmm. i want to have sex with you I'm, i I want to have fun and let's do it if you are in you know that's it mm -hmm. and yeah. if you don't want you say no i do not want this <laughs> not right. maybe and this and that perhaps you know not this words just clear guys they are really good with simple sentences <laughs> yeah. well, they understand and I give a million disclaimers when I'm talking, like a million disclaimers, especially if I'm nervous with right. what I'm talking about. And yeah. with what you're saying, you know, with the Me Too movement, if you are sleeping with the right people, they are going to want to respect your boundaries and they mm. are going to want to be extra cautious. And yeah. so it yeah. makes sense if you are being, you know, I kind of want this, but I'm not. Are you OK with that? Like, yeah. are you sure? Um, mm. What yeah. if like, is there is this OK? Yeah, that's just a um, lot. It yeah, is a lot. Too much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Sexiness out of it, you know. Yeah, right. I feel like it yeah. takes your power in saying like I want this and giving mm -hmm. them the respect to, of like responding to your mm -hmm. statement out of yeah. it. Yeah. It's like I think you're cute. I would love to go home with you if that's something you want to do. Mm -hmm. And then they yeah. can either say yes or yeah. no and be clear on it. Mm -hmm. And the same thing you can do, you know, like like I always tell girls before you go out with this guy sober, you you imagine, and now you imagine, okay, I'm gonna go with this guy. He starts kissing me. I go to his house. I'm gonna have sex with him. How do I, how do I feel about it? And if you feel awkward, say, okay, maybe it's not the, the right time. I just wanna kiss him, or I wanna have more time. You know, be be honest about it. You know, say, mm -hmm. hey, I wanna go to your house. I wanna play around, but I do not wanna have sex. If you can respect this. I, I'm happy to play, you know, mm -hmm. and then you say that. And then, you know, if you see he's pushy, then I would just be really like, okay, this is not a good guy. Because mm -hmm. if you say, I don't want this. And then he tries to give you a couple of drinks and push your boundaries. I personally, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because mm -hmm. women then oftentimes give in because they don't want to have conflict and guys oftentimes get really pushy and then they are traumatized from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it doesn't mean like if you're naked at someone's house, you have to have sex with them. But I like to say it before because guys get really angry sometimes. It happened to me many times. So again, now you're here naked and I'm horny. Like, am I obligated to make you come or what? Right. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm very uh, direct. I do not make big fuss around it, but I will tell them, you know, I kind of want to cuddle. I want to make each other feel good, but I do not want to have penetration. That's mm -hmm. it. Are you in? If you, you're not in, then we do it another time. That's it. Yeah. You know? Being so clear is something I'm going to, or being confident in saying yeah. those words is going to mm -hmm. be something yeah. I work on. I think I can be clear if I feel confident enough, but working on my confidence to say, like, mm -hmm. own my sexuality and my wanting to explore yeah. casual sex, that's going to be something I think I need to work on a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah, but, but the question is also, like, what is the worst thing that can happen? They I say no those, to my like, face. My <laughs> is he going to say no or is he going to say no, I'm not interested in like, go like next month. Yeah. <laughs> it's like so many people <laughs> on the planet, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, that's so true. And when you think of it, when you're not standing in front of someone, it makes so much sense. Mm -hmm. But yeah. then I feel like you can also feel like you're on the brink of crumbling. <laughs> so what do yeah. you do? 
with the no, you know, you've like worked up this confidence and I'm sure as you like do it more and more, you get that confidence and it's easier to, you know, realize that rejection isn't really a rejection of you, Mm -hmm. but how do like when you're just starting out, how do you deal with that? No. If they say no to me, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I tell you honestly, like we have very strong intuition as women. And if guys, you are not just going to go to a random guy. You never talked and tell him you want to have sex mm-hmm. there. You're going to probably be having drinks with him or dinner and you guys are going to be flirting and you're going to feel the sparkle. Like I wouldn't also go to a guy I barely know and say, Hey dude, let's go. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's just like in a situation that you're on a date mm-hmm. and, and, or you meet someone and you, you are flirting with and you can feel, and then honestly, the chances of him saying no, if he says no to that, it's most likely that he has a wife at home or he has to go for 6 a.m. flight or something reasonable that that you are going to understand, mm-hmm. you know, and you guys are going to stay in touch. And right. that's not something that should hurt you. And even if he's not interested, he's not going to tell you directly. He's probably going to make something up. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to hurt you anyways. You so know? just like, accept I mean, that anyway. Yeah, just, just take it as truth. Like, don't even think about it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's it's fine. I mean, it's who asks gets. Who doesn't ask is not gonna get. <laughs> yeah, that's a lesson I feel like I'm learning right now, just in other yeah. realms. Is like mm-hmm. you just have to ask, yeah. and you because like you just have to no ask. one's yeah. gonna ask for you, and no one's no. gonna make situations happen for mm-hmm. you. Exactly. Yeah, and I know it's uncomfortable with everything, with asking for favors, asking for help. A lot of people mm-hmm. cannot do it, but I learned in my life that people would love to do things for you and, mm-hmm. and guys would love to have sex with you. <laughs> you need to let them know because oftentimes they're also waiting. They don't want to be not gentleman enough and they're waiting and waiting. And at some point you might ruin something really great because you don't want to ask. Right. So yeah. what if you're in this like casual sex relationship and you guys have agreed that like, this is what you're doing and someone starts having feelings like what, how do you deal with that <laughs> situation? I go for honesty again, and I have a t- I have a chapter on that in my book too, which was really interesting to write because if you feel like you're falling in love with someone and it's getting unbearable, you need to tell him mm. because um, maybe he's also falling in love with you, and if he's absolutely not, then I would suggest you break it up because you're gonna get hurt. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. The common to sense say, thing to do. You know, right? just, just be honest. Say, hey, you know what? I'm. I'm falling for you, sadly. That's not what I planned. And mm-hmm. uh, how do you feel about us, you know, becoming more? Or how, how, how are your feelings? I'm curious what's in your mind, mm-hmm. you it, know? Right. And you will, you will go from there. It's sounding like there's no, like, secret trick. <laughs> it's about, like, being confident, owning your shit, mm-hmm. and being mm-hmm. clear with what you want. Mm-hmm. And honest. And honest, <laughs> yeah. which... Yeah is going to be scary for some people to like either say and or receive. But I think there's also a lot of power in that, obviously, Mm -hmm. because you get what you want probably more often than not (laughs) because you're asking for it. um, Exactly. In the good way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is is very simple, actually. I'm trying to make super complicated thing that Mm -hmm. people think it's complicated, super simple. You know, and it's, it's like I'm from Europe. So, so in our, my country or, or where I'm from, and like I grew up in Germany, you know, when we say something, it means that. And it's very simple. Mm-hmm. 
you know so so i'm trying to teach that how i grew up <laughs> yeah we need more and of that I, too no problem to say uh-huh. no to people and be strict with that and also i learned from my mistakes you know i was in situations where i got myself into and i was like what the fuck did i do mm-hmm. like why i'm in this guy's place like what <laughs> right. what i'm doing here you know how mm-hmm. could this happen and then you're in these awkward situations that end up like poorly and you have like bad memories mm-hmm. we don't need that yeah <laughs> Exactly. And it's just, there's yeah. so many like tips and tricks and how to tell if someone's doing this and what to do if you feel like they're pulling away. And it's like, all of that is so exhausting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd rather just ask if you want to have sex with me and ask if you like me. Like mm-hmm. That's yeah. literally it. So I, I love yeah. that that's the angle that you're teaching and that you're bringing. Cause like, it just does seem so simple. When it you put all it makes sense. your way. <laughs> yeah. And I, as, as I said, like, I really wrote step by step. Like, what do you do if he doesn't reply? You do this. What, if, what do you do if his reply is lame? You do this. Mm-hmm. What do you do if his reply is like, I, I didn't really write about the great stuff because then you don't need my book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he's responsive and nice, you're doing, you have fun. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need to read my book then. Good, good luck. That's great. Good. You know, I can like, great for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if you get to those situations where you're like, okay, what do I do now? It's like I have all these beautiful women. They were beautiful and smart and cute. And they came and paid so much money for coaching just to reply messages to guys. And I'm like, really? Yeah. It's a waste of your money. Like, I'm, I mean, it's my time. So I get the money paid, but I didn't want to like have women spending this money and time to, to just reply to guys. Yeah, like, that is so know, true. Such a waste, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. Oh, that's so true. That like really. <laughs> and then not, not I know. Weeks and months of like, what do you think, Leah? What do you think he's saying in this message? Yeah. And, you know, like decoding this stuff. Yeah. So if they're being unclear, would you just and like if you start feeling yourself decoding messages and asking your friends what they think, is that just your sign to be like, okay, you need to ask what the fuck he wants or leave? <laughs> You know, I studied mediation and oftentimes when you do mediation, you have to rephrase things. And if you are unclear of what you think, say, uh, let me rephrase, or you ask him like, is it what you are saying? And you rephrase that what you think he's saying, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and then you ask, like, if you don't understand, you ask. And he's like, does it mean you are not comfortable with meeting again? Or does it mean you are comfortable to meet or you want to meet again, you know? And sometimes guys just can't say no. And they're like going around and around. And I asked so many guys, I interviewed so many men for this book. And I asked them like, what do you do when you don't want to see the woman again? And they're like, I'll make myself busy. Mm. And I'm busy and I'm busy until, and then every guy said, no man is busy for sex. Yeah, that, <laughs> that hits. <laughs> they are not. They yep. can be dying tired flying overnight red eye doesn't matter if they can get laid they will yeah most of guys of any age mm-hmm. whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. well and it feels like you know in these situations where we're decoding messages like really trying to construct these perfect responses we're bending over backwards really it's to make sure that they still like me yeah and yeah, so no. it's like, how do you get over that? Which I guess that's a much bigger question yeah. because that's really in like all of life. Mm-hmm. But like, how do you start to work through that idea of like, I need this person to like me? Yeah. So the, the question is, why do you want that guy to like you? What is so great about him? That's the first question to ask yourself. Like, what is, yeah. what is that? Mm-hmm. 
you know, and then you say, oh, he makes me laugh. No, you can look at YouTube videos. They will make you laugh too. <laughs> or he makes yeah. me feel safe. No, no, you can make yourself feel safe. And oftentimes you find out that there is actually nothing about this guy that's so special. Nothing that your friends and guy friends and family and you yourself can give yourself. Because truly, there's no one that's special on this planet that you meet unless he's treating you right. That's the only special thing about people, if they're treating you right and they're nice to you. If they're not nice to you and they're not treating you right in the way you want it, they're useless. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, that itself could be the full episode. Yeah. Just that <laughs> sentence. Like, Just oh, my the, God. Yeah. we. I mean, I am totally... Like, there are... There's one guy that I message from community college forever ago. I have no interest in him whatsoever, but like we'll send each other memes back and forth sometimes. And I'll still like try to be funny and check to see if he's like seen it yet mm -hmm. because I want him to want me, even though I don't give one fucking shit about him. But it's like this need to be desired in some way but it's like but yeah. why well, you like me like i'll take that yeah. childhood, you know i mm -hmm. write about that also actually this is interesting because sometimes when we were kids maybe we needed attention from a dad or mom and they weren't giving it to us and we were trying to be the best for them to to please them or show them that we are great kids and of that could be from there or it's just like maybe you need some ego boost and you think that this guy can give it to you right you know i mean it's usually our ego and self-esteem that needs to be boosted and we feel like i need to get i need to get him like this is our ego and, mm -hmm. and it's the worst it's the worst thing like we, yeah. our ego costs us so much money and time mm -hmm. that is and i love to meditate on that because sometimes when you meditate you just forget the ego mm -hmm. which is actually really unhealthy for us oftentimes yeah, it can be. It's like, why does my ego need to be policed by that guy? Or, or whoever it is, you mm -hmm. know? Like, why do I need that attention? Like, why do I need likes on social media? For what? Because mm -hmm. there is something in me that needs the attention, and it's coming from somewhere deep inside of me. Right. And, and once you learn what it is, or, or you understand that there is something that I don't want to deal with, you will not need this anymore in your life. Mm -hmm. Well, and also kind of like what you were saying, Emma, like reframing it of like, well, my friends give me that attention mm -hmm. and like that feels really good. Yeah. And like, why am I not giving that the same weight as I'm like right. giving this yeah. literal stranger who sucks? Yeah. Who sucks? <laughs> like yeah. why? Right. It's because, oh my God, it's like so much is clicking. The ego condition <laughs> yeah. and mm -hmm. I hate it. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to prioritize this weirdo mm -hmm. over these people that I've chosen to have in my life and keep there. Right. And it's like, yeah. oh, what if I just like make that little switch? And it's, I think, a lot easier than we make it out to be. I don't think it's that complicated to right. make that switch. Right. Because no. we take people around us that are close to us for granted, which mm -hmm. we shouldn't. Right. You exactly. know, but once we like have their attention, then we know they love us. Like we don't really, you know take it for granted and, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then the, we try to like you know get that variety somewhere and try to get other people interested in us and that's mm -hmm. I mean it's not right first of all I think a lot of people do it that's for sure that's why also like when you get in fight you get in fight with the closest people in your life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so oftentimes we treat people close to us worse than we treat people we don't know yeah mm -hmm. and that's that's why you know once we understand it that's very important. Mm -hmm. You are not going to care about these people. Definitely. That you don't know. Mm -hmm. So if you're having 
casual sex <laughs> and you're fine with that, but then they like stop responding and don't really give you an answer why, how do you find closure for yourself with someone that's like ghosted you? Like you're okay with it. You're fine with just the casual, but like, I just need a little closure and they're not responding. I know we are suckers for closures. I need closures too. Mm-hmm. And I know when people just suddenly change their attitude to me, it doesn't necessarily need to be ghosting, but like when I have close friends, exactly. just suddenly, mm-hmm. you know, so, so what I did in my past, I would literally send a message say, Hey, it's Christmas is coming. I really want to have a closure. Clearly you're not interested to be my friend or lover anymore, but I wonder if there's anything I did to, to upset you or, or is there anything that happened in your life that uh, you would like to share? And if you don't get any reply, then the person is just not worth your time. I know right. it's difficult, but it's not about you. It's mm-hmm. most likely something going on in their life. And oftentimes people project pain on us, on others, you know, or, or they just, you know, are not worth your time. Mm-hmm. And that should be the closure, you know, right. We had an experience. It's over. Everything in life ends. Mm-hmm. If, you know, we have to just live with it. If you are the one that is ready to end it, what is yeah. a way to do that? That kind of provides closure for that other person without having to do all of the disclaimers and, yeah. you know, put yourself in a weird situation that takes away your power. You know, just be kind and say, you know what, this situation doesn't work for me anymore. Like I want to explore something else right now or I'm, I'm, you know, working on some project or just be honest, but don't go like, you don't say, you know what, you, you, I don't know, like you have bad breath. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like things that could hurt people for a long term, mm-hmm. I wouldn't do, but take it. I am not in the space to, to be in a relationship right now. And uh, I think you're a great person, but we're on, on a different page right Mm -hmm. now or in different situation in in life right and And I want to move on and that's like all you really need to offer right like if they keep coming back with more and more and more it's like I I already gave you your answer yeah Yeah. if they said that is something wrong it's like no you didn't but I'm just in a different spot in my life that this this doesn't work for me right now Mm -hmm. that's it you don't need to do more because it's true right you know whatever it could be it's it's a general kind statement that it will it's clear to most people. Mm-hmm. They, they keep asking and asking, then they are intruding your, your privacy at that point. You know, like people need to understand. If someone would tell me, hey, I'm not in a spot to date you anymore or see you, I'm in a different place in my life, uh, I would be like, okay, that's it. Good luck. And, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. When you said that everything ends, I was like, damn, <laughs> that's <Yeah>. so true. <laughs> and yeah, I, I am working on like acknowledging a no response as closure itself. Cause I am someone that likes to have like everything tied up in a nice little bow, but I know that Mm -hmm. that's just not how it's going to work in the world all the time. So using someone's like inability to give me what I need can also be my closure. Even if Mm -hmm. they don't tell me like, Hey, I can't give you what you need anymore. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's also closure. Yeah. You know, it's, it's beautiful to learn how to let go. Yeah. And the last chapter in the book is like, what you can't accept, change. What you can't change, accept. And that's it, you know. It's just, you know, next next experience. Life is so rich with experiences mm-hmm. and people. Why would you waste your time thinking about this, you yeah. know? Yeah. Exactly. Off to the new adventure. Yes, <laughs> that sounds 
like yeah. a lot of stuff we need to do. Mm-hmm. You will definitely be seeing us in your purchased books <laughs> section. <Aww. laughs> you know, like there are much worse things in life that happen. We need to be sad about. Like right. I think that casual sex shouldn't be something to be sad about and waste too much yes. time on. That's why I said, you know, do it right. Know yourself and enjoy. And move on if it doesn't work. Because honestly, for me, for women, it's the easiest thing to get laid. To be honest with you. Like, if that is a problem, then and then I don't know. Life can get really complicated. But casual sex shouldn't be one of those uh, turmoils, you know? Yeah. Oh, I liked so, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So fun to talk to you guys. Uh, <laughs> it was really you cute. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much. Where can our listeners continue to connect with you after this episode? Oh, so so um, I'm, I have a website, first and last name, leaholmgren.com. There's a form to, to fill out if people want to reach out to me. And my book, Hook Up Without Heartbreak, is on Amazon, Barnes Noble, and actually at this point internationally. In yay, the, in the yay. So, We'll yeah, have it linked so. in the show notes too. I feel like there's so much pressure now to make this outro I know we really bananas talked it up. we really <laughs> talked it up um thank you thank you thank you to Leah for being on the episode today I literally cannot wait to uh randomly fuck a stranger I really can't <laughs> I'm just ready to fuck them all I want to test all of my emotions and my communication skills and try all the honesty absolutely that she brought up just get what you want get God. what you want because she just brings up so many good points you don't get what you want unless you ask for it yes and like no one's gonna be in charge of your pleasure except for you exactly I mean so. I did say that to you the other day that you never are gonna That's get what you don't you said that for. because I say that yeah I'm just trying to use your own logic on you you were just we got a random email from somebody asking if they could offer us anything and And we we said said, yes two million dollars in a movie deal I don't think that that's that much to ask for I mean you never know you don't ask you never know if you don't ask um but here's something I will ask for oh go ahead hold on thank you to all of our listeners I really hope you stayed to the outro I know this might not be living up to the hype but but they normally do but they normally do and I just have a lot of pressure that's my honest truth so now we can have casual sex together because I'm honest anyways I'm gonna ask you for something that I wouldn't get if I didn't ask for it (laughs) head on over to Apple Podcasts rate, review and subscribe to Honey Do Me it means so much to us I don't know what emoji works for casual sex a lightning bolt Sure. Anything dirty. Just do it. Anything. Just pound of dirt. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever is going to get you there. If this is the episode that is going to get you there, go ahead and leave whatever emoji feels like casual sex to you. Mm -hmm. Or is dirty. Or just leave a review. Just You don't have to leave an emoji if it's going to be too much work like this outro has been. (laughs) On that note, we will see you next week. Uh, Bye. (laughs) Bye.